welcome to another episode of The Last Podcast You'd Want. What's going on, everybody? Steve, just saying hi, as always. I hope everybody's staying healthy. I hope everybody's staying sane. But more importantly, tonight, I hope you're staying safe. With that, Happy New Year's Eve. We're about to get into 2021. If you happen to be listening to this after New Year's Eve, Happy New Year's. We got a fun one for you. Uh, my buddy Sean Doherty coming on the show. Uh, it's a two-part episode. We talked for a while. Uh, I'm super happy to split it into two, though. I'm super happy to have him on. We talk about a lot of fun things. I think you kids are really going to enjoy this one. I'm just going to get into what I've seen really quick, uh, and then then we're just going to hop into the episode. I'm so excited. 2020 is almost over. 2021 is almost here. And hopefully this new year has uh, lots of new hopes and, and horizons and goals for everybody. I'm proud to say, folks, that I went all of 2020 without a single soda. I gave up 2020. Or I gave up soda for 2020. I couldn't be more happy of myself. I didn't really talk about it. I mean, I might have. I don't really remember. But I'm glad to say that for 2021, I'm giving up candy and fast food. What are you kids giving up? Hit us up on Twitter at TLPYW. Hit us up on Instagram at the last podcast you'd want and let us know. I watched uh, on New Year or on New Year's, good Lord, on Christmas, went to the drive-in theater, saw Crude's A New Age and Monster Hunter. Uh, I actually really enjoyed Crude's A New Age. I've never seen the Crude's, uh, but they give you a little quick synopsis right at the beginning. And Monster Hunter uh, was cheesy, it definitely was lacking in a plot, and it was definitely just uh, Mila Jovovich fighting big monsters. Other than that, uh, Aquaman, uh, Mr. Deeds, 12 Monkeys, just some of the movies that I've been watching. Uh, If you happen to have PS4, and if you're a fan of SimCity, I'll go ahead and recommend Jurassic World Evolution. It's essentially SimCity, but you're just building a dinosaur park. I'm having a ton of fun with it. I started playing it the other night at 10 o'clock, and the next thing I knew, it was 2.30. Other than that, we're going to go ahead and get into the episode. Uh, Folks, if you happen to have the chance, please, please, please uh, go follow Throwback Games. That's games with a Z. On Instagram, uh, lots of great daily postings. If you happen to live in the Southern California, North County area, and you're looking for some fun games... Uh, go check out Throwback, Throwback Games. They're not a sponsor of the show. I'm just very happy with the products that I, I've, you know, bought and gotten from there. So, Throwback Games, and that's games with a Z. Other than that, kids, we're going to go ahead and get into it once again. My buddy Sean Doherty coming on. It's a super fun one, and uh, I'm not going to lie. If you uh, like him this week, you're going to love him next week because uh, we got him coming back. Other than that, we're going to get into it. Happy New Year. I hope everybody is safe. I hope everybody stays safe. I love you all. I'm pretty sure I just said safe twice, but that's okay. I love you all for coming on this continuous journey with me. Um, Oh, my gosh. 2020 is over. Let's uh, be super safe and keep a super hardcore PMA, positive mental attitude in 2021. Ladies and gentlemen, tip the veal. Try the staff. Enjoy the episode. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Coming in at number 5 in the box office this week, we have Promising Young Women with $719,000. 
Monster Hunter claims the number four spot at 1.1 million. Crudes, A New Age, falls to number three with 1.7. News of the World takes the number two spot with 2.3. And Wonder Woman 1984 is number one in the box office with $16.7 million. The only movie coming out to the theaters this week is a movie called Herself. And those have been the top five movies in the box office and the new movies coming out. And now, on to the episode. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to another episode of The Last Podcast You'd Want. Steve here, and today I bring to the show a friend of mine. He's been a friend of mine for well over 15 years. God. And I have to say, I have to say, folks, everyone has one of these people in his life, in their life. Uh, and I can only describe him if there was if there was one person in your group that would be a Wade Wilson. It's going to be my friend Sean Doherty, the Deadpool himself. What's going I on? I take that Sean? as the biggest fucking compliment uh, in existence. I figured, uh, right there. I figured you would. I didn't yeah. even want to tell you about that introduction. No, I. I that is. I, 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 I'd like to say that's true, except. I, as I am absolutely accepting of it because my girlfriend is, but I am not pansexual. I, I just, I have issues with having sex with aliens. Okay. That's, That's... what that breaks down to. <laughs> whereas, whereas I am bisexual. If you buy me something, I might, I have might sex have sex with you. With you. <laughs> right. Might. Might. There's might. that important might. Yeah. <laughs> A great life. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, I, I I am hoping this is the Happy New Year episode. If happy this New is, Year. Happy New Year. Yeah. No, I'm it, excited. It, I it, it's December 31st. It is. It is New Year's Eve when this comes out. Sweet. <laughs> How the hell you been, Sean? How are things? Oh my goodness! Another day, still alive. Uh, think, I mean, do you, think, do you think we're still in quarantine? Uh, yes, yes, we are. We're we're gonna be shut down to the end of humanity when uh, the government says it's fine. You're, you just go out and play. We're gonna hang out in our bunkers. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, I, you know, I have high hopes that we'll get this, that, that all that BS figured out by uh, soon, um, like anytime now. That'd be great. I'd love be to go great. back to work. Right. <laughs> I actually like my job, um, but yeah, I was, uh, I was having fun with my job. I mean, right. as, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I still have it. Um, but, but other than that, uh, you know, another day still alive. Uh, same, same shirt, different day. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, mostly because I haven't bought any shirts since all this bullshit happened. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, is that true? I might have gotten a shirt by then. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Oh my goodness. But yes, yeah. Sean. Sean is a friend of mine. We uh, we he is another uh, friend from the Rocky community. Uh, all those many many uh, years ago, a, a, a different a different life, a different person. Uh, Definitely. As, yeah. As, oh, we both are. We yeah, are both, both absolutely. Are. <laughs> I am still a 
rolling ball of chaos that uh, loves to instigate shenanigans. But I think I'm a better person than I was back then because I was was a little scummy sometimes. But hey, I would like to think that that I have in your early (laughs) twenties. It will. I'd like to think that I am a, a much more mature uh, person. Uh, I definitely would have to agree with that one. Uh, and, and a much uh, and 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 not to give too much, uh, I'll just say a much more respectful person than yes. I, I used to I, be. Yes, I, I you uh, you have jumped leaps and bounds, and I'm very proud of how you have turned out. And I I would like to hope that I too have. Uh, become a much better person but you know hell we're we're heading towards our 40s bro this was in our 20s bro yeah, uh, yeah oh, don't bro. Even get me started i hit 39 uh last month so oh, i'll be 30 yeah. i'll be 30 uh, oh by the time this airs uh, i'll already be 38 but i'm 30 uh, 30 uh, 37 right now what do you have would you have a chest burster coming on yeah no that's no that was the <laughs> and then uh, you know just yeah. and then the the belly Oh, you know, you gotta goodness. have that one arterial spurt, even though it's my <laughs> stomach. You know. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh my goodness! So many great things with me and Sean. We we've had so much fun. Uh, first memory that will always come to mind. This isn't any Uh-oh. any movie memory related, but this is this is a great memory I have. Uh, standing on the porch of the SLB house. Uh oh. And Joe Re- Joe Reese's phone rings, and what's the ringtone? The Benny Hill song. And you and I, you and I just jumped right up. Stopped. I I remember we just both parked right up. We looked at each other and we did like this little jump and we just started running around for no reason. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, dude. I mean, I mean, but though, let's be honest, the Benny Hill theme song is one of the greatest theme songs of television. So it's called, right? Yeah, pretty much. Oh my goodness! So many, so many fun memories that, yes. that we can mention, and some that we can't. Uh, uh, we can't. <laughs> with that being said, we'll we'll jump right into it. A All question, right. A question I always like to start with. I'm have, excited. Have you ever walked out of a movie in the now? Movie? I found this one particularly the, this question interesting because uh, when you it you know first or last movie I've walked out of, I have only walked out of one movie. In Perfect. my life. And that movie was Pootie Tang. <laughs> <laughs> now, and, and to which, uh, uh, to the audience, I'm going to say, I am going to pull up some really what the hell movies because that's how I roll. I, I my, my taste in movies is ridiculously eclectic. I love what I like to refer to as crap-tastic movies. They are so bad, they're great. They're just craptastic. These are absolutely like, oh, dude, I, I have a collection of them, and I love them for it. Sure, sure. No, no, I, I'm sorry. I just, I, just, I just looked up who the director and writer of Pootie Tang was. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. Louis C.K. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. And again, it's the only movie I've walked out of. However... I didn't walk out of the movie because it was a bad movie. I walked out of that movie because it ate itself three times. Oh, the film itself? The film itself ate itself three oh, times. That was just a bad threading. That's just it, a bad yeah. projection. Uh, it, yeah, it was bad. I don't know what it was, but it was just bad. And oh uh, the, the, the whole experience was hilarious because uh, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. 
I went to the theater with my ex-fiance. We got really, really stoned before walking in the theater. Like you do. Like you do. Well, I mean, we went to see Pootie Tang, okay? And and I will say, since then, I have watched the entire movie. I have seen the entire movie. I've actually seen it a couple of times. It is not a good movie. But it's, not a, it's not a horrible movie, but it's not a good movie, <laughs> um, I will say. Um, I, oh, oof. It was, it was a tough one to get through. But, yeah, that's the only movie I've walked out of because... I specifically will not pay for a movie in the theaters that could be shit. I I I don't want to I don't want to risk the 15 20 dollars that a crap movie that will just make me so upset that I have to get the fuck out of there. I I just can't I can't. I can't do that. If if it looks like it's going to be a bad movie, I'll wait for DVD or Blu-ray or VHS depending on the time. You know, and yeah, so only movie, Pootie Tang. But Jesus Christ, I probably should have walked out of the movie. <laughs> but yeah. but once again, once again, good reasoning on uh, on on you know why? Yeah, why, you know, I'm not the, gonna I'm not gonna the, dump money in something that I I. So hear did they did they shit. keep try did they keep try and playing it or did they just oh. come out and be like sorry film's done? Okay, uh, I. Uh, Here's my story. So I go with the ex-fiance. We walk in the theater. We're stoked because nobody's there. Surprise, surprise. Um, not only that, we, this was when we lived in NorCal in um, Redwood City. So there was only like one theater for a town that had a few, like 5,000 people in it. Sure. So it was like the fact that, that we're the only ones in this theater, no surprise. Um, right before the movie shows starts, uh, three people show up. It's a... Uh, two, two, uh, you know, muscly looking brothers that are just, you know, having a good old time and they're, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't really know how to say this politely. Uh, they're thick white girl who was just loud. Like, <laughs> so the first time the movie, uh, melted, I personally was like, oh, the, you know, this movie is a bit ridiculous. This might be part of the movie because we've seen it happen before. Gremlins. Gremlins and uh, right. And so, you know, I was like, this is a silly, weird movie. They might have just done that after about three or four seconds. Ah, they didn't just do that. The movie melted to which <laughs> the the girl in the back of the theater, because they sat in the very back and we were like kind of mid mid. And all I hear is, it, with the most southern drawl in Northern California, no less, where's Pooty? And I just, I lost my shit. I was like, <laughs> and, the, and it, didn't, it didn't help that I was really, really stoned. Like, not at all. So, like, I'm really stoned. This is a dumb movie. It melts. I'm laughing at that. And then I hear this, and I'm just like, and... I'm just like, I'm covering my mouth. I'm biting my knuckle. I'm just like, don't laugh too hard. She's going to hear you. Just, oof. Where's Pooty? Where's Pooty? And I was just like, mm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. Oh, God. It was, it was hilarious. Um, but yeah. Oh, my God. Pooty Tang. Oh, my God. Pooty Tang. Pooty Tang. Pooty Tang. Oh, my Tang. Sadate. Yeah. <laughs> 
so so um did you did you end up getting your money back for it yeah no i we ended up getting a refund uh and then i believe we ended up coming back and seeing shrek instead or something like that but i remember specifically seeing shrek in that movie theater also so that was around that same ish time had to be and as yeah. they said, the years start coming and they don't stop, stop coming. Yeah, actually, that that movie in that theater was one of three times where I laughed so hard I fell out of my seat That's in the awesome. theater. Yeah, welcome to Duloc. I mean, how, like, you, I saw that for the first time. And again, stoned as hell. Uh, but, you know, I, yeah, welcome to, I just, I, I was crying and laughing and I fell out of my seat and then, you know, my ex is like, what the hell? And I'm like, oh, my God, I said something sticky, but I don't care. This shit's hilarious. Yeah, no. Uh, I, but, yeah, we I, got our we got free tickets and saw something else. Saw something else. <laughs> uh, I could say I've 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 laughed. I've laughed so hard uh, that I've cried, you know, but I've never laughed so hard that I've fallen out of my chair. Oh, yeah. No, I've got I've probably got less than 10 moments in my life where that's happened. And uh, yeah, that was definitely one of them. My my uncle, my uncle Keith, uh, who was a uh, paraplegic, uh, okay. and and I don't remember he might he might have had like amputated at the knee, uh, or he or he was just a paraplegic, uh, fell out of his wheelchair laughing so hard uh, during Monty Python <laughs> and Search for the Holy Grail. Yes, with the, with the Black Knight scene. Oh yeah, he thought that was so <laughs> funny. That's he thought that was so funny. He literally fell out of his wheelchair. He was laughing so. Oh, funny. yeah. <clears throat> uh, the last time I remember doing that was uh, Boondocks, the show. Okay. Yeah. I just recently found out who does the voice of uh, of Dewey, and it blew my mind. Dewey. It's, yeah, I want to say it's Dewey here. Hold on. I just recently, I just recently. I'm gonna be upset if I don't know who this is. <laughs> uh, I want to say it's it's one of the kids. Boondocks, no, not the Boondock Saints. Boondocks. Here, hold on, because this is great. This oh, is great for a podcast. Huey? Here, hold you on. You mean you mean the br- the younger Riley. brother? Riley. Riley. Oh yeah, her. It's Regina King. It's Regina. Yeah. Oh she does, no, she's great. She does. She does both of the boys. Yeah. Blew my mind. Yeah, blew my no, mind. I, it, I, I love it. It's she's great. Um, yeah, oh God, yeah. No, and and, and of did course I the say, part. Did I, did I say Dewey? You said Dewey, and I'm like Dewey. I don't know a Dewey, and I'm looking at Huey. There's Huey. Dewey. Uh, there's and, no and, Louie either. Just so you know. I was say it's Huey, Dewey, and Louie. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, the part where I I lost it was a uh, was a Sam Jackson bit. And, uh, and what made it bad was I was, I started laughing hard. And then the friend I was watching, uh, Kevin, or the friend I was watching it with, because it was the first time, HK, it was the first time we were watching that episode and I just started laughing so hard and we were on PlayStation. So he hit like the back 10 seconds button, just nonstop over and over and over. And I just couldn't stop laughing to the point where I was crying. And then I just rolled and fell out of the couch. That's like, awesome. I was just, I was like, I'm done. I'm just done. That's just too good. And, and still to this day, I cannot hear, hear anybody yell out, swim, bitch, and just not laugh. Like, I just think that's the funniest shit ever. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, so. so, yeah, with that, uh, we do go. With that, 
Andrew. We do, we do, we do go uh, uh, to the next question. Yes. Uh, and that's, uh, it's, it's kind of the opposite spectrum, you know, a movie you walked out of, even though, albeit it was a movie that wasn't playing properly, uh, to yeah. a, a movie you could watch every day. Now, okay, so here, <laughs> here, here, here's where it began with, I can't answer with just one. And that's, and that's fine. Right. Um, maybe and, I should just, when I send this, maybe I should put movie. Yeah, I might as well just. Uh, Z, movie. Plurals, like movies. A, a plausibility <laughs> of plural. Um, uh, <laughs> so movie I can always have playing in the background uh, and, and just like absolutely enjoy and get snippets of is um, Devil's Rejects. I, I just, I really enjoy it. It's. I loved House of a Thousand Corpses, and which is it, this is also going to be really interesting because, again, like I said to the audience, my stuff bounces all around. Um, I am not really a horror film guy. Like I, I will watch a horror movie, but I'll usually only see it once or twice. That I just point of order that shocks me. Since you worked at the Balboa Park Haunted Trail for how many years on Chainsaw? Uh, 13 years with the company, nine years running after people with chainsaws. Uh, and, and, you're <laughs> not, and you're not a fan of horror films. I'm, well, no, no. It's, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan <laughs> of horror films. I, I will watch a horror film and I will enjoy the horror film, but I will probably only watch it once or twice. But again, I'm, I'm kind of like you where you watch a movie two or three times, you've got that like pretty much memorized and you know yeah. a lot of it to the point where you're like, I'm good. I, it's one of those, I'm good. I don't need to see that later. I, and and I probably won't want to. Like, I won't be like, oh, my God, I need to see this again. But I loved House of a Thousand because he you could really see that he was trying to capture the old school style of horror films like sure. that. That's exactly where I was like watching. I was like, dude, this is like like watching one of those movies. And then when he did um, Devil's, Devil's Rejects. Rejects, I was like. Oh, you're switching it up now. You're you're going a completely different style, and it's a lot. It's it's more toned down. It's not like here's blood and gore and we're shoving it in your face. It's much more. It wasn't so much as like a horror as much it was as it was like a thriller. Sure. You know, it sure. was more of a continuation from horror into thriller, and and that I'm I was down for. I was like I. I love it. And that and hearing uh, Sherry Moon do Tutti fucking fruity is the funniest thing in the world. I, I, I think that's great. And it's absolutely adorable hearing it come out of her, her voice. <laughs> like, sure. it's the Tutti fucking fruity. Like, I love it. It's great. Um, so, yeah, Devil's Rejects is a great. I, I don't mind. I could watch that any, sure. any day. Have you seen uh, Three from Hell? I have not. And I was really upset because. I, I have. It, it passed through my city one day. It was only available for one day, and I found out about it two days after. Oh. I was so livid. And what made it even worse is that it showed in, like, ten theaters anywhere in, like, a 20-mile radius, and the theater closest to me was the one that had it. 
Oh. I was like, uh, it's. I could practically walk to this theater, and you had it for one day. Yes. Yeah, it was. It was. It was one of those movies that they did. Uh. Um, it was like the limited. It was like yeah. James Allen Bob reboot. It was just a limited run. Which also, I was pissed off because nobody had it around here. I had to go deep into the heart of L.A. to go and see that movie. Oh, but you did see that one. No. No. I had to do that to go see that movie. Fuck L.A. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, to, to which I'll say, I, I live outside of L.A. I do not live in L.A. I live, sure. yeah. Outside so, of L.A. I, uh, uh, yeah. So, so uh, I was fortunate enough to catch Three from Hell. Um, uh, I went to go see it at the theater. And I was unaware that it was a double feature. So I start the movie oh. and I'm like, this looks like Devil's Rejects. This is, and then I realize, oh, it was this is Devil's Rejects. So I go out to the lobby and I find out it's a double feature. I go, okay, what time is it going to be done? Because I don't. I know this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I like, like, I love this movie, but I came here wanting Three from Hell. And I can, like, I'm thinking to myself, like, I can go home. I can take care of some stuff. I can pregame right. whether way yeah. I wanted to yeah. get to where I want to be. Uh, I, I get a snack. I go home. I end up coming back uh, at the perfect moment. Uh, uh, one of my favorite moments in Devil's Rejects, which is um, uh, Freebird. Oh yeah, and and again, great ending. Great ending. Like yeah. and especially like not. And it's not just the song. It's not just the the that. But how he blended it? No, he blends into the credits, and then he and and the credit shot of just following above in I don't know if it was a helicopter or a drone, but it was like a it was just a an overhead shot that was tracking over the road. It was a gorgeous, yeah, gorgeous shot, beautiful music choices, and yeah, it's in my opinion one of the better endings to movies. That it, just how smoothly everything just ticked off like sure. it was just very well done uh, and then so, and then it went it went right into three from hell uh, yeah which i i i know the premise i know that it was they very all... it was very enjoyable i can say yeah. you're gonna you're gonna like it i mean i liked okay. it but but here's here's the thing with me i don't like house of a thousand corpses i love devil's rejects okay i have tried i have tried three or four times to in i saw house of a thousand corpses in its original theatrical run I right. saw it in the theater. I walked out with my dad and I went, I did not like that. A couple years later, uh, I, I just straight, I just was like, I didn't walk yeah. out of it, but I right. did not like I it. I did not like that. Yeah. I, a couple years later, uh, it, it was on DVD. I watched, I've, I've watched it three or four times. And every time I watch it, uh, I like, I like, I like it up until they get to the house. I love Sid Haig with, with fuck your mama. Fuck your oh, daddy, yeah. and fuck, fuck you your too. grandma, but most of all, fuck you. Like, oh, yeah. like the, I the love, first kill in the mop up. Yeah, that's the best. I, I love, I love Sid Haig. I think Sid Haig is amazing. That film just gets really fucking weird, and for some reason, they turn Dwight, they turn Dwight, Dwight, <laughs> Dwight into <laughs> Fishman, fish into Fishman. <laughs> fish um, boy, look at him, look at him, Dwight Schrute. And, and I, fun, yeah, and, funny, and I love Mosley though. Like, I, I love. Bill Mosley, I think I, he's great. And again, like I said, not a big horror movie guy. And Bill Mosley has done a collection of horror movies. Sure, sure. And I and I'll say 
I like Bill Mosley. I think he's a great, he's great. And he's and a he, super nice guy. And he's a, a super nice guy. It cracks me up when people are like, oh, they're horrible. They must be really creepers. No, they're usually some of the nicest, chillest people out there. Like it's, I can tell you, I can tell you the biggest dick in the horror industry. Oh, who you got? Kane Hoder. Oh, really? That yeah. guy's a fucking dick. I, 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 straight, I, I straight at Comic-Con watched this dude look at a child dressed as Jason, asking him to oh, sign oh. a movie, oh. and him still telling the kid 20 bucks. Yeah. 20 bucks. Fuck you, dude. You can... I got a photo. I got a photo. So he, he'll, he'll charge for a photo as well if you just want a yeah. photo. And that might have been what it was. The kid might not have had a DVD. It might have been he wanted a photo. And he was still going to charge him. I got a photo with Kane Hoder for free because he was with Tony Todd. And I went up and, and I went, oh, my God. Can, can I get a photo with you guys? Like two horror icons. And before, before Hoder could say no. Tony oh, yeah. Tony's like, yeah, yeah, I'll run in. No, 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 no. The minute I'm like, fucking Candyman. The minute I'm calling Candyman a horror icon. Tony Todd's like, yeah, let's fucking do it. And, and he is. Like, let's, yeah, he is. Fucking let's be proud about it. Candyman is. is amazing so much that Jordan Peele is remaking it. And that movie, oh, I, 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 I think it looks interesting. You know, to be honest, he hasn't done a bad thing yet. So... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I even I even, I even enjoyed it, it. It's it's like it's like Tom Hanks, but in a completely different direction. Right. You cannot anybody who says that anything that Tom Hanks done was not good should be flinched. <laughs> like like I'm sorry, but that is one of the purest men ever. I have two things to say. He played Walt Disney, and he played. Mr. Mr. Rogers. Rogers. I hear that dude's actually. Yeah, I'm sorry. And and I'm going to say, Mr. Rogers is one of the purest people in existence. All he has to do is play Bob Ross, and he's got, like, yeah. And then I'm dead. I'm just dead at that Um, point. I do. I'm not going to lie. I hear Tom Hanks is a bit of a dick. You know, he has a feud with Henry Winkler, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so really quick, so really quick, so really quick, really quick, quick. Going back to the main point. Tony Todd said, yes, I'll do the photo. Kane Hoder goes, oh, I got a great element. Let's do this. And he puts his hands around my <laughs> neck. Oh, go for the and then Tony, And then Tony goes, oh, that's great. And he goes on the other side. And while they're taking the photo, Hoder legitimately starts like starts putting, squeezing. He really starts putting pressure on my jugular to where I almost can't breathe. Because he, he's like purposely doing this because he's not going to make money off of this photo. Right. And I have that photo somewhere. And, and when this comes out, if I find out by then, I'll post the photo. And in the photo, I'm like, but I'm like, because he's really he's choking you. <laughs> he's really fucking choking me. And the best part of that photo is Virgil from the WWE in the background, oh, like God. looking, looking really sad at the photo. He's like looking at the photo being taken. I want to play. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, that is neither here nor there. And I'll wrap up really fast with, I was fortunate enough to see uh, uh, Reboot in the theater. Have you seen Reboot yet? No, I was okay. trying to find it. All. You okay? Okay, okay. So, 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 I, I let me. <laughs> so, I saw it as a double feature: Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. It took everything it had in me not to quote out loud Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back because I know that movie <laughs> verbatim by heart. Yeah, 
uh, only one line. It was uh, at the end of the film when Will and Holly looks at Jay and he goes, stop stealing monkeys. And out loud, very loud, I go, fuck you. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, Sorry, fair what, enough. What, what were you going to say? All right. Uh, well, I, I, you know, Devil's Rejects, yes. Um, the movie I will sit down and watch every day, Le Pac de Loops. Uh, also known as Brotherhood of the Wolf. Now, see, yeah, see, okay. I've seen it. I've seen it. It's a good movie. Right. It's, it's, I've seen it. It's a good movie. I think it's it, it's gorgeous, first of all. I, I think the cinematography is some of the best out there. It, it like, just the sweeping shots, the slow-mo shots, the, the, the quick shots, um... Uh, Ma- uh, Monica Belushi naked. I mean, how could you go wrong? <laughs> and you also and, see that you also see that and shoot him up. Well, yes, but I mean that—that's yeah. a great movie in its own right. I'm uh, sorry. I, oh, I—I I, <laughs> when that movie came out, I specifically watched it literally every single day for a solid week. I watched it what every day. Nikki for and a week, I, Nikki and I out. caught Nikki and I caught that one in the theater. Oh no, we it was. For, uh, for me, it was a creeper that showed up on DVD, uh, and this was when I was living with HK. So HK is like, dude, I just got this movie. It's called Shoot 'em Up. And I'm like, oh, I love, you know, because I, everybody who's in it, I, yeah. Um, uh, Neither way, actually, huh? Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I was going to say you were talking about Brotherhood of the Wolf, though. Oh, yeah, but Brotherhood of the um, it's got um, Iron Chef in it. Okay. The Iron, yeah, the um, uh, the host of Iron Chef, J- Japan yeah. Iron Chef, not William Shatner. Yes, uh, the the one <laughs> whose uh, father was uh, Mark uh, Mark Dacascos, Dacascos or uh, Dacascos, something like that. Yeah, um, but he he plays he plays uh, a Mohawk Native American. This is set in like Gévaudan, uh, like in the like seventeen hundreds. So it's a very it's a period piece, but it's gorgeous, and and it's also where I saw Monica Belushi's uh, husband in the first movie that I had ever seen him in. Her her real husband. Her real husband. Well, uh, actually, they might be divorced now, but are, it was the same you... guy who did the who was the who was Lamarck, in, uh, not Lamarck, the the asshole thief in Ocean's Twelve. Oh oh yeah oh oh the uh, French uh, man. the fox the fox the fox yeah him. That's him. He's he's her either ex-husband or husband. But he plays he plays one of the main characters in uh, the Brotherhood of the Wolf, and he's amazing. That was my introduction to him, and I was like, "Dude, you're good." Okay, and yeah, I I mean, I don't, he wasn't somebody who I was like, "I'm gonna follow him," but I was like, "I'm gonna keep an eye out for this dude," and yeah, I like him. I think he's great. Um, sure. But the movie, I I I will sit down and watch that anytime. Anytime and every time. And it's got it's got great sword swords work in it as well. Oh, amazing, amazing fight choreography. Uh, if if I will say anything to anybody listening, go and watch that movie. There is one specific scene where you see Mark Dacascos take out like five or six people in a uh, like traditional. Oh, here we're gonna do like a little little boxing match style thing. Oh, we want to show off our skills, kind of scrimmage thing, and he just mops the floor with them and it's beautiful like just how the shots are done how he moves how they move 
like the choreography is so good that you like the movement like you almost see connections happening like it, he, they're that good and they're doing it in slow motion and real close so you get you're like it nope that's not really a fake shot that's okay yeah all right that's right up in there so amazing fight choreography beautiful movie go and see it like seriously i uh, find it if you can find it if you can and i know a lot of people have issues with subtitles it is originally a movie done in french yeah so but they dubbed it and there are four people who do the original voices because they also spoke english too so mark dukaskis did it uh monica belushi did it her husband did it and i and the main character i don't believe did it did his but i i believe one of the other female leads also did her voice too but it was yeah and yeah brotherhood of the wolf is not streaming anywhere online at this point ah, of course not it's a, it's a hard one to find um oh and uh pirates of the caribbean but only the first three <laughs> see i don't even like the third one i see uh, and funny enough i had more issues with the second one than i did with the third one which one was the second one the second one was uh, was the ending was Jack sacrificing himself. So the third oh, one started and, off in Singapore, and then they had to go and then Calypso, and then the movie ended with Calypso coming down. Right, and then they had the big whirlpool, and they had to do the fight just between the two of them, and then um, yeah. See, I, yeah, I really like the first one. My problem with the Love third the one, one, my problem with the third one, and this is this is just. This is this is like young, this is young, uh, uh, full of himself. I'm not full of himself, Steve. This is just young Steve with his views that continued over to old Steve with his views. <laughs> um, if if you if you have a woman that is leading something, and she is the leader, she is not a king, she is a queen. Yes, it is. It is regardless of of the ranking. You're she's, going. Uh, you're you're upset about the pirate king. Yeah, she's the pirate queen. Like, call it for what it is. She's female. She is a pirate. She is. Why, the pirate why do we have to queen. slap genders on this? Why do we have to gender label everything? Why do we have to? <laughs> I, and once again, once again, this is just young, young, stupid yeah, Steve yeah. that has carried over an old Steve. <laughs> it has always annoyed me, and it will always annoy me, uh, along with the fact that they kill Ken Watanabe, like a fucking great. Oh yeah. Well, okay. Anytime and that's how she becomes, Ken and that's Watanabe, and that's it's... and that's how she becomes the pirate king. Well, she didn't kill him. No, but he's dying. Yeah, but he died. And he makes her the pirate king. And fucking stupid. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the <laughs> Especially first... when his number two comes walking in and sees that and goes, are you kidding me? <laughs> I've been sailing with this bastard for 20 years. And she's just so the king. <laughs> and um, she's the king. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I yeah. No, I, I I can understand that, and uh, it's a logistics thing that would bug me, and I often get bugged about logistics during movies, so I I can see where you're coming from, I just don't feel it personally. <laughs> but yeah, I, I can completely, I, I see your point, uh, but yeah, I, yeah. Uh, but I also, I, I have to agree, the first one is absolutely the best one. Oh, hands down. Absolutely the best one. Hands and of down. course, and in my opinion, it, it fell under the curse of the trilogy where the second one just isn't as good because the first one is great. The second one is... Eh, and the third and, one is shit. Well, I, I, again, 
there were things about the third one that I loved so much more than I did the second one. Sure. Like, I, I loved the fact that they really brought in um, uh, Jack's father, uh, you know, uh, the, ma- the man who will never die, um, <laughs> Keith Richards. Um, Think about know, the world that we're leaving to Keith Richards right now. I, seriously, yeah. I mean, that's I feel bad for him and Betty White. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's just I, I loved that whole scene, the the Shanghai bit, like for them getting there and escaping. I loved all of that. Uh, but again, yeah, I'd have to agree. There are parts where I'm just like, meh, meh. Uh, Probably at, at least half of Jack hanging out in Davy Jones' locker. I was like, meh. I, I, I meh. You know, it, it, yeah, meh. But every time he hallucinated, that was hilarious. That was, especially when he's arguing with 12 different versions of himself. Uh, not even when he was in Davy's locker, when he was back on, on actual Earth. Sure. You know, and he's trapped in the the cell and he's like you know having arguments with With himself of himself yeah and then there's a version that is part of the ship and he like wasn't even part of that gig in the first place and i'm like ah okay yeah no i think that's great uh yeah so 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 completely non-related i think it's funny because you mentioned betty white and and I and I always think to myself, like, I love Betty White, but I'd say there's an actress. And I had to look up to see who was older. And unfortunately, Betty White is older by only four years. But she's but like I, eight, six now? Ni- 1922 is when she was born. Oh, my God. She's 98. Right. Uh, which makes uh, which makes it so funny. Uh, the, the actress that I always think of, because everyone loves Betty White, but but I'd say just as funny uh, uh-huh. and maybe more an extensive career Cloris Leachman oh god <laughs> yeah yeah and talk about an actress who's 1926 all over like and she she hell Cloris and and Cloris did not have a lot of fucks uh, later on in life, much like Betty White uh, with some of uh, her choices in her movies. I love her in fucking Beer Fest. Who? Oh, Cloris? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, so, oh, so, God. Oh, God. Now you just got me flashbacks on that whole bit. <laughs> dude, how about fucking High Anxiety? Like, yeah. she, she was smoking yeah. hot, uh, Frau Blucher. Um, uh, Blucher. Uh, and here's here's uh, wait, wait, for anybody who doesn't know, fun little movie trivia. I I know you know, uh, Blucha means it doesn't. Yeah. No, it, it doesn't. doesn't. It doesn't. No. I nope nope. I'm gonna stop you. No, right it's I met someone from Germany. We were no. work with them. I was and I was going through German words I knew, and I said it, and they're like, "That's not what that means." You can look it up. You can look it up right now. But it's it's something. It's oh, something that's gonna that, bug me. It's I, bro. It's a lie that we've all been living with for years. It is. So oh, what? It, what Sean, they even have a Snopes on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
So what Sean is talking about is for is your... wrong. I am wrong. Uh, they're, they're... I I feel I apologize for attempting to lead you into the darkness. Am I going to see a post uh, today on Facebook going uh, today? Today I was this year's many many years old when I found out. Does, doesn't mean glue. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Sean is in in the movie Young Frankenstein. Flaublucher, uh, and every time they say that the horse is nay. And this, this big rumor started going around that Blucher meant glue meant in glue German, in which German. is what which is what glue used to be made out of. Yeah, like, but what it really had, I'm looking at it now, what had happened was uh, somebody said it, the horses neighed, and Mel just went, ah, keep it. And apparently the audience loved it when they previewed it, so they just, all right, and then they threw it in there. It, it, they just picked it because they wanted an authentic German name. Damn. I know. Damn. I know it's a big lie that we've been living with. Um, and I mean, I know I mentioned you and this this is a little bit on on inside baseball. I know I mentioned to you the guest that I have coming out this Thursday. Yes. Uh, he actually shares. Uh, and this is a scene that we will probably never see. Cloris Leachman filmed a scene in Inglorious Bastards that got deleted. No. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, because we all know that Quentin Tarantino is never going to release any deleted scenes for oh. any of his movies ever. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Tarantino, I'd love to have you on the show. I know you're. I know you listen every week. No, and, and, and yeah, and, no. I, uh, I actually, <laughs> when we get to that part, uh, I we'll get to that part. Sure. No. Um, uh, but yeah. yeah. No. So. So. I mean, I know we're 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 way off track, but that's all right. We're having fun. Yeah. We're talking movies. Yes. Uh, Cloris, Cloris Leachman, uh, I fucking Amazing. love her. I, Amazing. I, I, I will say, I do love her more than Betty White. Betty White is my second favorite character on Golden Girls. Really? Uh, after Blanche? No, after <laughs> Sophia. Sophia is by far. No, Sophia's the greatest. Is, yeah, no. Sophia it's, is it's the greatest so, character. It's Sophia she Rose She smacks Blanche. down everybody with such grace. It is beautiful. I fucking it love is, getting oh god yeah no yes. but yeah yeah it's sophia rose blanche dorothy that's yeah. my that's my uh and it's so funny because uh, uh it's it's neither here nor there b arthur i uh, had uh, uh just just did not like betty white i don't know if you know that they no. did not yeah she thought like because betty was always like how cheerful she is now yeah. like how cheerful she's always been apparently yeah and b arthur was not a fan of it well, B. Uh, Arthur so, is not an always happy person, especially, especially if you've seen when she used to do the roasts back in the day. Wow. Wow. Like, did, wow. Like, did you I, bullshit this week? <laughs> yeah, did, no. That, that exact bullshit this week. I have seen her have actual conversations like off, offset stuff, and she has sounded like that in some of those. That's just, yeah. Uh, however, going back to Betty White, Lake Placid, her best line in she, cinematic history ever. Uh, ever. You could suck my dick if I had one. It, if I had a dick, this is where I tell you. I would you tell to you suck to suck it. it. That oh and I hope he eats the. Every, I hope he eats every last one of you people, <laughs> or everyone. Yeah. Oh, no. oh and who great. plays? Who plays? Who plays Betty White's sister in the sequel? Cloris Leachman. Seriously. Seriously. I didn't even see the sequel. Like, oh my god! Two. It's Betty White oh. and it's played there by we fucking Leachman. There we go. Oh, Little full full roundabout, full circle. <laughs> that's great. That's oh, that's great. amazing. 
Uh, the uh, other thing I'll say about B. Arthur, because it's a fun, it's a fun little story. Um, do you know the story behind Ryan Reynolds and the B. Arthur shirt in Deadpool? Yes, I do. Okay. Yes, so, I do. I love that. What was it? Ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars to use to use just her photo. to wear her photo on a shirt that he wanted for, and it's like how the scene's not even that long. It's two. It's two. It's two scenes. It's the opening scene with the pizza, and then the scene when he gives the 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 girl the photos of him saying yeah. that, that he's done. It's yeah. it's what five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and and it's just that shirt that he wanted. And the daughter said it's a ten thousand uh, dollars, but they came up to an agreement that he could get. You know that he gave it to charity. He gave it to the charity that B. Arthur supported. Yo, uh, I, and I believe it was even Ryan Reynolds, not Fox. That Ryan paid Reynolds Ryan that paid the ten thousand yeah. dollars just to wear. So the next just time you're watching Deadpool, next time you're watching Deadpool, the opening pizza scene, and then the next scene he's just wearing a B. Arthur shirt, ten thousand dollars out of his own pocket. Just to wear that just shirt. For that. I, I love that. And and to be honest, I... Uh, uh, okay, moving on. Moving, moving on. on. <laughs> no, bro, we, we can talk about yeah. whatever the fuck we That's want. That's the problem. I, I'm just going to go down more and more tangents, and the problem is they're going to revolve right around back to questions that we already have prepared. No, that's great. No, and that's the fun thing is is we can we can at any point. I have my little pad. I make the time note. I say, hey, folks, this is the end of part one. We'll catch you in the new year for part two, which I'm pretty sure we're gonna be. You know, it, like it might happen. It I, might got, happen. I, I got no problem with that. Like it's super. It's super fun. And yeah. uh, and 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 I always say this, and I think it's super funny that I always say this. If the folks want to listen, they're going to listen. And if they don't want to listen, they're going to fast forward through the part till they get to the part they want to listen to, like I do with podcast, like I do with podcasts that I listen to. (laughs) No, because there are podcasts I listen to, like they'll they'll do a bit, and it's a bit that they do that I'm not a fan of, and I'll just, I'll just all of Dane Cook. Got it. Sorry, sorry. That was that was a low blow. That was that was a kind of a low blow. I'm sorry. Yeah, especially the future, especially the future guest of the show, Dane Cook. Oh, oh. Uh, if, have- if that actually happens, <laughs> I apologize. I don't have anything. Kind of with Dane Cook. I, I, have- I kind of apologize. <laughs> I don't have anything. Hey man. I, hey man, hey man, I love him in waiting. Oh, uh, he's great. I quoted. He's okay, great. okay. So welcome so to I, Thunderdome, bitch. Okay, and, I, and the very ending. What the fuck did I do to you? <laughs> yeah, no, that's the phone. Sorry. No, no, Sorry. that's okay. <laughs> my my messenger was... is just a little bit loud. No, that's hey, you got to know when your phone's going off. I worked at AMC uh, Eight in Encinitas, and in the back in the in the back uh, of concessions, we literally had a cage that you could get locked into. Um, <laughs> and when we get when we get newbies, uh, because I was young and immature at that time. I'd go into the cage when I'd be giving the tour as one of the, the senior employees. I'd be giving the tour, and then I'd go into the cage, and I'd turn around, and I'd slam my hands on the, on the, the, the racks, and I'd go, Welcome to Thunderdome, bitch. <laughs> um, which is highly inappropriate to be saying to teenagers. Yes. Um, but but uh, I was funny. Especially I was when 20... you're pegging them in the cage. <laughs> well, not literally, but you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> no, they're on the outside of the cage. Luckily, they're oh. on the outside. I walk into the cage, and I turn around. Uh, that was no, I never. Uh, I never uh, what would have been fun would have been to get them to go in there and then close it and then put the elastic band because we had bands that you could do to actually lock them in. Yeah. Um, and then gone. Welcome to Thunderdome, bitch. All of you enter. Only one can leave. Good luck. 
<laughs> and then uh, walk out the door. <laughs> out the door and turn off the lights. Oh my oh, god! Don't that turn off the lights. Don't turn off the lights. Oh, oh that's the worst. God, where was this mindset fifteen years ago? Uh, torturing oh. the children in other ways. <laughs> torturing, torturing the regulars at Rocky. That's what it was. Called. Also, yes. <laughs> um, uh, but but with that, we will go uh, to a more youthful time, your childhood, and that is ah. movies that take you back. Ah, uh, um, okay. Now I'm gonna say, uh, I'm, I'm gonna say one specific movie, sure. And then I'm gonna throw out a cluster. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, let's let's throw that, out that one specific, and we'll talk about it. Uh, and then we'll go down, and then we'll go down a trail of cluster. Bob Hoskins. John Leguizamo. Oh, fuck yes. 1993. Super Mario Brothers. My number one. When So this will have already aired. The video game movies I mentioned to you. My number one movie of all the video game movies. Super Mario Brothers. Now, I, I there are things about it that bug me. But that's only because I was that kid who grew up going... Mario, I shit. I remember when Mario Three came out. My cousin was like the, the one who got it. I happened to be visiting him at that time. I was like, "This is on!" Like, oh man. And and of course, when Super Mario Three comes out, what movie drops out Woo! right before that? The Wizard. The Wizard, which had like a whole preview of that whole situation. Fuck and I'm yeah. like, this is going to be amazing. And of course, I had Nintendo Power and like all of the things. And who, yeah, who so. Nintendo Power. Oh, yeah. Oh, I absolutely did. I absolutely did. Um, yeah. And I, I have Mario Brothers on VHS. Uh, there are, uh, again, there are a collection of things that I absolutely love about it. There are a collection of things that I'm like, Ugh. and I, and I, and I gro groan just a little bit. The number one thing, why are there no super mushrooms? Like the, this, the, the, they got this little itty bitty, like, yeah, but it was a super mushroom because he went to shoot him. He went to shoot him and the mush, trust the mushroom. And then the mushroom expanded. And the mushroom. Uh, uh, to which uh, you're going to say that and I'm going to go back to one of the other things that bugged me the gun and why did it bug me because that is the gun that belonged to the Super Nintendo, Super Nintendo. it was I, as soon as they pulled that out and they aimed it the first thing I said was that's not how you aim that gun that's a super scope it's a super scope what are you doing <laughs> so so I, 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 it's one of those love-hate relationships because, oh, oh, right in the nostalgia, and I loved it, and, and it's hilarious, and Bob Hoskins, again, uh, an amazing drunk, actor. Who apparently who was drunk the was entire drunk time. Was drunk so much through that, <laughs> yeah. Um, also, this is also when I started paying more attention to John Leguizamo because I had only really seen his stand-up, and I think he had only done, like, one or two movies before uh, that? Maybe, maybe. But, I mean, yeah. yeah I'll find so out. He, he hadn't done the pest yet, I know that. <laughs> That's, hey, that, that right there is, is, a, is a road of its own. I love oh, the pest. I, uh, uh, okay, do you know, do you know about the history of the pest? Because. Uh, that it was, it was filmed in like less than a week on a bet. 
on a bet. Yeah, I I want to know if that is truly absolutely confirmed. Like, well, if, I, if I ever get John Leguizamo on, I'll make sure to ask. Please, please be sure to ask because I heard the story. Uh, those of you who don't know, he he bet a friend that he couldn't make a movie in what? a week. John Leguizamo said, "Screw you." Like wrote it in one day, filmed it in three, produced it in two, and like and was like, "All right, made the movie." And it was crap, and he's like, damn it. And, oh, yeah, 97. It's, it's a super funny movie. Uh, yeah. His first, so his first credit is a video short, Friend of Boyfriend, 1984, Madonna, Borderline. That's wow. his first credit. Here's one that's going to blow your mind. Miami that's Vice? 1990, oh. Burke, Die Hard 2. Oh my god, I forgot. He wasn't that. He's also in Revenge, which I think was Kevin Costner. Uh yes. But oh wow. How yeah, 100% Kevin Costner. Wow. Oh bro, do you remember that Robert Patrick is in Die Hard 2? Yeah. Yeah. But I uh, but again, I mean, he's got an amazing like Carlito's way, he was amazing in uh to Wong Fu, I mean, uh, oh, uh, Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. All three of those guys were just, oh my god, okay, amazing. I, I love that. I love that. But let's be honest, the movie that it is based off of is is a a superior film. I actually don't know what it's based off of. I, Pris- I, Priscilla Queen of the Desert. Oh, Priscilla Queen. Oh, I'm like oh, nine. Wait, wait, wait. I, how did I not know that? I like, I should have absolutely like, known right, that. Right, I, tell me, tell me. It's I mean, it's just an American it's, Priscilla. Yeah. It, it, here, let's just swap countries. <laughs> <laughs> like We'll just swap like, countries, and like, we're good. And it's three, and that's the thing, is you can look at, for those of you that don't know Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, it's, uh, what, Hugo Weaving, Terrence Stamp, and Guy Pierce. And Guy Pierce, yeah. As drag queens in Australia. Oh, oh yeah. I fucking love Priscilla, Queen oh, of the Desert. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Tuong Fu, thanks for everything. Julie Newmar is great. Patrick Swayze, Wesley Snipes, John Leguizamo in drag. Uh, but I'll, I'll take the Australia. I, I'll yeah, take it. To, to be honest, uh, Priscilla has uh, again better cinematography. I I would have to say it, they they, they have it has more shots that I think are lovely. Sure. Like honestly, they're it's just like really good shots. Spot. Oh my god, I'm still yeah no. I'm looking at this and I'm going through it. I'm like, all right, yeah yeah. Romeo and Juliet, hell yeah, he was amazing as Tibble. He was amazing as Tibble. <laughs> and then the next one, the pest. The pest. Okay. And then a, a, brother's a brother's kiss, kiss, which I don't know anything about. Yeah. But then Spawn. Spawn. Oh. <laughs> oh. The next great one, I loved him in Moulin Rouge. Oh, Spawn. I, uh, I'm i just going to – hold on. Hold on. I let's, need to recuperate just there, from thinking on. about like, that. It's, like, it's uh, – oh, my God. Ugh. Ugh. Talk about a movie that I was just absolutely disappointed in. Did not walk out of the theater, but absolutely disappointed. Actually, I met Todd McFarlane because of the Spawn movie. Really? Yes. Uh, actually, I, I met him about five minutes before I passed by the woman who would eventually become my baby mama. That's funny. Hey, really quick, really quick. Not that it's anything. Can you move the mic just a little bit away? Because when you're talking... Oh. I'm just hearing lot. a little, I mean, no, I, it's a little bit of a ruffling. Oh, it, it, you getting the scruff? I apologize. Be, no, no, it's all right. It's all right. I beat it beardly. Yeah. Now let's see. If now let's, to, 
If you want me to back up, we can back up on some stuff. Oh no, no, no. We're fine on that. We're fine on that. It's just the muffin. Now let's see if I can get let's see if I can get this to come through. Check, check, two, two. Can you hear this? Oh yeah, I can hear it a little bit. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well I moved out. There we go. Matt Mike scooched away. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna have me I'm like just sitting here doing a little dance in my chair. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was that was John Leguizamo and Spawn as the clown yeah. leader. Oh. He's got, I mean, and then and then he Sid in all of the Ice Age films, which is amazing. Yeah. Oh like, come on, he was Goon in Titan A.E. Goon. He was the little. He was the short little techie guy. I loved Goon. I thought he was great. Actually, I'm gonna put that in in one of the great animated films out there. Uh, was that a Bluth? I don't think that was a Bluth. No, I don't think that was a Bluth. No. That was Disney. No, nope, yep. Directed by Don Bluth and Gary really? Goldman. Yep. Wow. Ah, oh, and we're going to get back to that. Okay, moving on. We got to move on. We got to move on. Then we're the, gonna last get thing, the last thing I'll say about John Leguizamo is I absolutely love him. And it's it's funny because I didn't even make the connection until years, years later. Uh, so Super Mario Brothers was him and Dennis Hopper. Uh, and he was also in Dennis Hopper's last movie, Land of the Dead. Oh, oh. I'm 99% sure that's Dennis wow. Hopper's last movie. And I didn't even make the connection until years later, like, holy fuck, it's Luigi and Koopa back together. And once again, <laughs> once again, Leguizamo's playing the good guy and Hopper's playing, Hopper's the, bad playing guy. the bad guy. I mean, when is Dennis <laughs> Hopper, let's be honest, when is Dennis Hopper not playing the bad guy? I can't ooh, think of one. I, ooh, yeah, I'm going through and I can't think of a one. I can't think, I can't think of one. I mean, yeah. unless you want to call him the good guy. He's great. But Unless you want to call him the good guy in Blue Velvet. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> oh, look yeah. at me. Oh, look at me. Uh, no. um, I always, whenever I think of that, I always think of Biodome with Pauly Shore, where, he's, where he has that, <laughs> and then they take a can of Spam and put it in the mask. And <laughs> Look at me, I'm a duckbill platypus. Oh, but no. To so, which I'm going to say everyone should own at least one Pauly Shore movie, and that movie should not be in the army now. Um, <laughs> hey, that one's not that bad. No, and, and here's the thing. I, I actually, there is a line in that movie that I quote as often as I possibly can, uh, and I love it. Um, also, Lori Petty. Love David, David Allen Greer. Love her. David Allen Greer. Andy However, Dick, who's a dick. <laughs> However... Speaking of Dick, Andy Dick, who is a dick. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. wow. To the which I'll say again, <coughs> should own one Polly Shore movie. It should not be in the army now. <laughs> okay. Um, it should be uh, unseen, man. Let's be honest. All, all, all I'll ever say. Well, Son-in-Law is really good. I really like Son-in-Law. I, I, I like Son-in-Law, but Son it's seen him. Son, Son in Law is a movie. Okay, so speaking of a quotable film, whenever you can, uh, that is that is when I've mentioned on the podcast before. Whenever I am around anyone and they ask for a screwdriver, I will always say, "Sorry, all out of vodka." I, you know, my best friend said that to me once when I was helping fix her furniture for her, uh, and she said that, and I just I I stopped because I immediately looked at her and went, "How the hell are you out of vodka?" <laughs> 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 no, that was what. No, she said, "Oh, I'm sorry, we're all out of orange juice." That's what it was. I was like, "Wait a minute, 
I know you've got to have vodka in this house because it's you. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, but, yeah. Um, yeah Holly Shore. So my, my singular childhood movie is going to be Super Mario Brothers. Sure. It just – I – it it brings back so much joy. And what what did you say? Ninety two? Three. Three. Three? It came so, out the same it came out the same year as Jurassic Park. Oh God, that's right. Okay. So I would have been God, I was still in grade school. I wasn't even in high school still. Yeah. yeah. I, was, oh, I, was, I was I was in sixth grade. Uh what year did you graduate? Uh two thousand. Okay. So yeah, then I was I was the, I was the year before you. So yeah. So I was in seventh grade. So, so you, were, you were in junior high school by then. Uh, they call it middle <laughs> school, but yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, and even then I was like, dude, this is, this is, a le- this is amazing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I love that. I, le- I once went, okay, so, so we'll end it with this and we'll go to the next one. Uh, I, I always kick myself. I mean, I didn't have the money at the time anyways, uh, but I once went to uh, uh, Golden Silver Pond in Vegas, Pond Stars. Okay. And, and you might not know this. But the boots from Face Off that they use in prison are, <laughs> are the same boots that are used in Super Mario Brothers. The 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 really yeah the magnetic the prison, is the same the, as the jumpers. The prison boots are the same as the jumpers, and they had a pair there for a thousand dollars. I shit you not, Sean. If I if that I is if, awesome. If I went into that place and they had those boots, and I had. $1,100 in my bank account, I'd walk out yeah, with $100 you, you in my it. bank account. Yeah. I would buy... Tiffany yeah, would that at, uh, yeah Tiffany no, you would have bought that in a heartbeat. But heartbeat. you know what? I If I just had cash laying around, I would have dropped that. Uh, even even if I had uh, to pay I, bills, uh, I probably would have dropped a, a quick... Uh, uh, like, like, see, and that's that's a thing two, I... Two separate movies. It's Super Mario Brothers and Face Off. Yeah, but that's the thing. I love when they cross over stuff like that. It, it like you, I I've done it probably at least a half a dozen times when I'm watching a movie. I see a prop and go, wait a minute, that's from this. Oh, the best movie to do that with is Ready Player One. Oh no, you can, no no no, you can't do that because literally that entire movie is just missed out. You have to walk through that frame by frame to catch everything. You do. Like, it's ridiculous. My favorite moment, my favorite moment probably in that movie is Chucky, which is the only F-bomb in the film. Holy fuck, it's Chucky! And then, oh, no, what's great is not the Chucky shot, it's the shot immediately after it where you see how he had been hopping around and taking him out, and you just see the the actual players dropping, like, just sporadically and just like, ding, 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 ding. I was like, okay, yeah, that's all Chucky right there. Um... <laughs> Yeah, um, no, it's, it's great. Uh, but yeah. my lump. Yeah, my yeah, lump, you lump them. Let's hear them. Let's hear them. Every Disney movie that came out in a clamshell VHS. Okay, perfect. Which I will say, I have a stupid collection of to the point where I was told, you do know that some of those are worth thousands of dollars. And I went, no fucks given. <laughs> no, I don't care. Uh, actually, oh, see. You have, have to. Do you have the original Little Mermaid with the penis? With the with the dick? I'm almost positive I do, but that's not the one I'm going to look for. The one I need to look for is Robin Hood. <laughs> uh, apparently, this edition of Robin Hood is worth $5,000 on eBay. What? <laughs> 
I am looking this up right now. Uh, yeah, no, I, 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 had, I had specifically looked up D, uh, Disney clamshells, and they said, hey, if you have these, just pay attention because they are worth a lot. They're, and especially if they have the black diamond, and I'm looking at it, and all my black diamonds are 101, Aladdin, Alice, Beauty, and the Beast, uh, Great Mouse Detective, Rescuers Down Under, Robin Hood, Sword in the Stone, and that's it. All right. Yeah. Uh, however, my favorite Disney movie is not the one that everyone, any well, most people don't even think about. Uh, and it's, in my opinion, one of the greatest because it has the scariest flipping Disney villain ever. And what's that? Black Cauldron. Okay. Yeah. The, the, yeah, no, dude, the, the horn, oh, dude, he's, uh, there, if you, you can look at it, you could find them on online, there are a collection of bits where they just, they have the gift shot, you know, just the, just the short scene of him, uh, like, uh, lunging for an attack, it is, like, I've had people go, that's a Disney movie? Some people put it on par with the opening of, um, Pirates 2. Because okay. the opening of Pirates 2 is in the Turkish prison. And one of the first things you see is a guy getting his eyeball pecked out by one of the crows in, in the crow's nest. Uh, not the crow's nest, the, in, the, in the cage. Okay. Yeah. And, pe- I, and like when I went and saw that in theater, somebody looked, leaned over and went, this is a Disney movie? And I went, yep, but it's a pirate movie too. So, <laughs> but yeah, uh, the, the Horn King in Black Cauldron super creepy i thought it was great uh i love the story it's you know it bounces all around between funny and dark and i believe it's the only necromancer that is in a disney movie as well so (laughs) (laughs) the Uh, guy literally raises like hundreds of people from the dead okay like you can't get much more necromancer than that sure (laughs) Uh, i will say my favorite disney movie uh, a cartoon, my favorite Disney cartoon, is one that I went to go see in the theater that I had no interest in going to see, uh, and I ended up loving it, and that's Emperor's New Groove. Uh, my argument anytime anybody says who is the best Disney princess is Cusco. That's my argument. And, and if people are like, he's not a princess, and I went, really? Okay, I have a quick he was, question. He was, he, was a, he was a damsel in distress. Did, did, no, no, no. I'm going to go by Disney rules. Okay, okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it. You, uh, you saw uh, uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, correct? Sure. And there is the scene that they, they showed it in all the commercials, and it's a great shot. It's when um, uh, uh, all the princesses uh, are talking. Sweet meets up with the princesses, like, and they start over. like they're ready to attack her, and she goes, No, 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 I'm a princess. And then they go through the rounds of all the things that made them who they are. The tropes. The tropes. Almost every single one of them, Cusco falls under. What are they? Hit them with me. Do you know? Uh, I'm actually going to pull that up. Um, yeah, no, it's like, were you poisoned? Oh, yes, he was poisoned. Were you kidnapped? Yes, he was, he was kidnapped. kidnapped. Um, uh, can are you speak you always, to are, animals? He, no. No, he doesn't. He no. Squeak, squeaker, squeak, Cro- squeak him. Uh, but that, well, I mean, I get. He had a whole argument with him. No, that's that's Kronk. Kronk no, had- Kronk had a conversation with him. 
he it was the squirrel with the jaguars because he's like oh oh you know he does the whole thing and then and he pulls up the balloon and he goes no 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 and then it pops and he goes ha yeah no I yeah absolutely that is I I count that as talking to animals I think that was him talking at an animal like I talk at my dog and then my dog barks back at me well. That's my argument on that one. I think that he was talking at the squirrel, not knowing at all what the squirrel was saying. Like Kronk, Kronk 100%. Like if Kronk takes the time to teach Kuzco, then yeah, Kuzco can talk to animals. But, but I just think for me, for me, I think he's just talking at the squirrel. Like I talk, like when my dog is barking and I go, hey, knock it off. You're being a jerk. And then he barks more. And I'm like, hey, knock it off. And then he starts grumbling at me. And I go, I don't want to hear your back talk, young man. And then he grumbles a little more and then goes and lays down. Oh, they, uh, that's their shirts. No, no, but 100%. No, I, I get your argument and I, and I see it. And it's a great, it's a great argument. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I will say that. Um, and, and again, it ends with, does everyone look at a big hulking man and expect him to, at, sure enough. Up, uh, yeah, come on. Yeah. Pacha. Pacha. Pacha is a big hulking is man. It? Who fixes all of his problems. Who always has to save him. No, 100%. Uh, <laughs> so. With that, with that, <laughs> before, before we get to the next question. Okay. Uh, I am going to say, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you have an amazing uh, New Year's. I hope that you are safe. I hope that you uh, enjoy yourself. Stay in. Stay well. Uh, stay and safe. this is this is part one, uh, the end of part one of, uh, of me and Mr. Sean Doherty. Uh, until next week, uh, with Sean again, tip the veal, try the staff. I'll see you then. They're all good. <laughs> Thanks for coming to see our show. Sad to tell you we got to go. Grab your hat and head for the door. In case you didn't notice, there ain't any more. If you like our show, tell everyone but. If you think it's great, keep your big mouth shut. It's over.